सो हेलो एंड वेलकम टू दिस थर्ड एपिसोड ऑफ आर पॉडकास्ट सीरीज मूवीज आर अस माई नेम इज शशि मुखर्जी एंड इन दिस सीरीज आई टॉक टू पीपल मेजरली नॉट फ्रॉम द फिल्म इंडस्ट्री एंड अंडरस्टैंड हाउ सिनेमा इम्पैक्ट दम सो टूडे विथ मी आई हैव अ वेरी डियर फ्रेंड क्रूति कट्टीगे हु इज एन आर्किटेक्ट अ राइजिंग स्टैंड अप कमेडियन एंड एन इम्प्रूव कॉमेडी आर्टिस्ट और यू कैन कॉल हर एन इम्प्रोवाइजर एंड शी इज गोइंग टू टेल मी अबाउट द फॉलोइंग थ्री फिल्म्स Kapoor and Sons which is a family drama movie from 2016 under Dharma Productions directed by Shakun Batra and the second film would be Yes Man which is a comedy film from 2008 starring Jim Carrey and Bradley Cooper directed by Peyton Reed and the third film is I Feel Pretty starring Amy Schumer written and directed by AB Khan and Mark Silverstein and she is going to tell me how these films made a difference in her life welcome Kruti what's up nothing much just <laughs> trying to stay <laughs> trying to stay productive in the lockdown i remember i remember uh, we spoke in the beginning of the lockdown and uh, i admitted to not being productive and you were like just chill and then cut to 5 months later you're sitting on uh, two podcasts and the talk show <laughs> see so i'll tell I, you i need a ne- mental note that when shashi tells me to chill i should not listen to him no, no. because then he'll be sitting with nasirudija See, uh, see, what I mean is that don't put pressure on yourself to be productive. Just uh, keep doing something, but don't like. I also have started doing that. Like, I was extremely putting a lot of stress, like uh, pressure on myself to be productive initially, and then I okay. discovered that that is not the way to go ahead. At least in this lockdown, it's a pandemic situation. You yeah. should chill. You should chill definitely. So true, true. <laughs> did I did I get your intro correct? Whatever yeah, I said, got you it. got you got my name really good. Like I never you. heard my name. <laughs> so Thanks to your voice note, which you had sent <laughs> me about the pronunciation <laughs> of your name. Okay. And the improviser part. I mean, I feel like taking one class is not does not count. <laughs> no, you I have tried. started doing it right. And also, why I mentioned yes, about yes. improviser is because of the second film which we are going to talk about called Yes Man. and i found a special connection of that film to improv comedy because the main rule of improv comedy is yes and where you need to say yes to everything true and that character true also that. goes through the same thing in that film that's why i mentioned about it but tell me like uh, you work as an architect so what does your work involve like usually and in this lockdown tell me um it's actually the same uh, either ways but yeah we design uh my firm especially designs bungalows and interiors for uh, um different people and mm-hmm. we and we have like one project which is like a big clubhouse which is our biggest project but then we were involved in like urban design uh projects also in the middle so i think it's the same even in the lockdown we're just discussing over zoom call and trying to keep up and trying to ask for clients money and <laughs> everything okay so uh, has there been a pay cut or something or is, is everything fine <laughs> yeah yeah i mean there has been a pay cut but he has promised to uh, give it when give all of it like reimburse all of it when the lockdown ends so i'm hoping he will stick to the to stick to his word okay okay and tell me about your career as a stand up comedian I've seen a lot of pictures of yours performing around venues in Mumbai. 
Tell me, yeah. tell me, what's happening with that? I mean, uh, in the lockdown, it's pretty much reduced a lot. Okay. Like because in Zoom, Zoom shows, uh, everyone keeps their audio videos off, and like, and yeah. every joke you deliver, you have to pause for so long because you don't know whether, I mean, if the joke wasn't funny or they didn't <laughs> get it because of some connectivity issue. Or, so it's so tricky. So I just I I see myself quitting if this doesn't end. <laughs> no, no, don't do that. It's going to end very soon, hopefully. Or at least people are going to come out because it's um, yeah, yeah, too it's much hard. now. <laughs> you can't you can't perform from home like this. You need to be on stage and do that. But tell me, like, uh, how long have you been doing stand up? Um, if I don't count this year, then. Uh, one year, <laughs> one, one year. year, one year. Okay, yeah. okay. Would you would you one mind telling years. me how many minutes of material have you are, are you ready with right now? Um, twenty, uh, twenty. I consider tight. Mm-hmm. Um, but here and there, like I've been trying new material in the no- lockdown, so I feel like at least two minutes have come out of it. So um, okay. Maybe so twenty-two minutes. A little, minutes a little we more have. than twenty. Okay, 23, 25. Yeah, to be, to 25. Be, yeah, chalo. 25. 25 Yeah, so we need 35 more minutes to have a special from yeah. you. Yes. And the special's name will be? Kal Se Katti. Katti, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so tell me about your consumption Hello. of Moo. Yeah, can you, can, you, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So tell me about your consumption of movies and shows and content in general. Like, okay. what do you watch? How much time do you get to watch? How, mm-hmm. how often do you watch? So I wouldn't consider myself a movie buff exactly, but I, w- mm-hmm. I do watch a lot of content on YouTube and all. And okay. uh, it's always like a new thing. Like right now I'm, I'm obsessed with rock climbing videos for some reason. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like even the classics like Interstellar and uh, Inception mm. and Gravity and all that I watched in this lockdown. So mm. in this lockdown, I had this arc of like watching a lot of movies and then mm-hmm. uh, and then now I've I tried to curb it down a little bit and I watch only the ones that are recommended to me by mm-hmm. trusted okay. sources. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a rule now I have put on myself because otherwise I, I used to watch uh, in the beginning of the lockdown I used to watch uh, very shitty movies even while working, eating, everything so then uh, and also like uh, even before the lockdown uh, I had this thing where if people recommended something to me multiple times okay. then I would not watch it <laughs> why? Why <laughs> because, it, yeah, I knew, I knew it was a fad that I would get into and like go down that rabbit hole and okay. so that's why I, I, I escaped the GOT fad. Now we oh, don't recommend it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I get that. I get that. Even I am like that. And do you remember uh, the first movie you ever watched or the first movie you remember watching? First movie I ever watched. I think uh, either of Harry Potter, मतलब वो Sorcerer's Stone या Philosopher's Stone था ना. I think या तो वो या before that I watched something but I don't remember it. 
but I remember having gotten scared a lot when the characters in that movie pointed their guns towards the like the audience. Yeah. So I used to think they would shoot me, and yeah, I don't remember yeah. the name of that movie. I I watched it like yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> something. I think kids uh, just believe that everything on screen is real. Actually, yeah. adults believe that nowadays. Like, and I think they should be taught not to believe that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> especially the news nowadays. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's quite. I think they should uh, think. I, I, sh- I, I think they should teach people to think critically and only pick things like in this podcast we are discussing about things that uh, I picked from the movies, right? Yeah, yeah. Like so, so people should be taught to pick only the good things so that like the the pressure that is there right now uh, on the film, uh, like filmmakers and everything, to be socially mm-hmm. responsible will reduce a lot. Like. If someone picks, uh, picks. I mean, chooses to believe that it's okay to slap a person by watching Kabir Singh. I don't. I I think the the blame should be on the person because he picked that and not the movie yeah. maker, right? Makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. Makes sense. Very true. So shall we? Shall <laughs> we talk about the movies which we are going to talk yes. about today? Let's begin with Kapoor and Sons. And <laughs> Kapoor and Sons for me. It was a path big path breaking movie of the last decade, and uh, it, coming from Dharma Productions, Dharma Productions are often known for their family dramas, and with that film they reinvented themselves uh, with this relatable story, a story which is so relevant uh, in our times, in our generation, and they hmm. made a very bold move with that movie, written and directed by Shakun Batra. So yeah. tell me the story around it. What happened? With this movie for you, so I loved the movie, okay, but I couldn't uh, watch it again after the first time okay. I watched it because because uh, like I watched the first part a lot of times, but uh, I I just couldn't get myself to watch the second part, uh, and if, because the first part is so much fun, right? Like uh, the it, the writing is also very colloquial and like nuanced. I feel. uh but mm-hmm. like how the depth uh of that person hits it really it really um tells you that life is really volatile right it's such a sudden okay. death and i think the message uh was almost similar to kal hona ho um uh, but in that the death he had time to uh like process his death because it was uh, it was an a, a terminal illness and he knew that he was going to die so um he had time to wrap thing wrap things in his life and like resolve the conflicts uh and make up with people and in this like it it was such a sudden death that to amid so many conflicts that uh, you as a as an audience just feel uncomfortable that those conflicts will never get resolved right mm-hmm. and the most frustrating part i felt that was um the goal of the whole movie was that one picture yeah. that dada ji wanted one picture and yeah. that just didn't happen because people kept prioritizing the conflicts over mm-hmm. uh, you know the happiness or mm-hmm. so i think the small lesson is when if you have elderly people at home then prioritize mm-hmm. their goals mm-hmm. firstly unless they are big goals like 
you should have kids or uh, i want to see grandchildren i mean uh, great grandchildren or something like mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. but yeah like i for me i think now i try to resolve conflicts sooner uh, than at least what i used to do um, okay and uh, especially the big ones and and only with people i care about really not with everyone um uh, but uh, yeah i had watched the movie uh, after a breakup like on the same day and okay. you know when when you're down movies hit you harder yes. so when you're vulnerable and you're going through an emotional uh, roller coaster like just you're just trying to find lessons uh, all around you mm. and uh, i think that that's what happened and uh i mean the breakup was friendly and all but i felt like i was losing uh, my grip on uh, relationships in general so okay. i felt like uh, i felt this urge to go and clear out some conflict with a with an ex another ex i had um um i was dating him 6 years ago and uh, before that like, relationship Before Bef- the yeah before the before okay. the current relationship i was okay. dating him 6 years ago and then we were very young when we were dating right so okay. um, school, and we broke romance. up because of ha huh? yeah school school yeah. uh yeah. we broke up because of like a small misunderstanding i don't know small okay. or big it seemed big at that point but uh, then we didn't talk to each other for 3 4 months and then through hi bye and all we uh became friends and we became later we became closer than what we were before so mm-hmm. we had been friends for 6 years and but the problem was that we hadn't really spoken about uh spoken about what went uh, what we went through during the breakup and why that misunderstanding had happened and everything so after watching the movie i just felt like i needed to uh secure other relationships that i already had and i felt this urge to go uh, and talk to him and clear it out and out of nowhere i went from like hardcore parthani just appeared and at like 9 o'clock at night and i was like we need to talk dude <laughs> and then uh, that was i mean that was good like i think we are uh, we've become closer since then so um that was the story i posted on the okay on your facebook okay. page also like a small thing that i do right now because in the in the movie ala bhat's character uh doesn't get to say goodbye to her parents right mm-hmm. so uh so right now it, this is a small thing but uh whenever a person goes out of the house i always say goodbye to them like i go to the door and say goodbye to them even if they are going to just office or something okay so that's another thing oh, that's and very i sweet. feel like yeah <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> i feel like i am very uh, lucky to have survived till i'm 24 i mean i i feel very uh, what surprised you feel blessed that, you feel blessed yeah i i mean i feel like especially when i watch the news i feel like how did i manage to survive when i was 20 i till this age you know okay. and uh, and again like you said uh, that i feel the pro- pressure to be productive every day because 
you know uh, it might be my last day any any day right and then uh, i am constantly somehow remi- reminded of that uh, not only because of the movie but because of the news and everything that we hear right now and uh, yeah so like and i'm not saying productivity as in just work i'm saying like connecting with friends this is productive then um mm. even spending time with family is productive yeah. which is yeah. not not it's a very important like, thing yeah exactly yeah just not lazing around and watching netflix i mean i still do that but i feel really guilty after it no That's watching netflix I, is also productive <laughs> i mean it's not for me if you, if you watch see watching watching kapoor and sons was productive for you you learn so many things yeah that. that's true that's true. right but then but then how i watch netflix is i'm doing something and then i just it's on okay so i'm not i'm not paying attention but okay. yeah it is productive right that's your right okay <laughs> okay that's very nice that's very nice but what about your other like uh, did you have conflicts with your friends and which you resolved early on after watching uh, this movie i haven't had that big conflicts i mean mm-hmm. as big as uh, that um but uh, i feel like i uh, i still can't say sorry mm-hmm. i mean i don't know what movie it will take for me to watch and <laughs> learn how to say sorry <laughs> but okay. yeah like uh, i'm more confrontational now like very um, nice if if i feel if i feel that uh, a conflict is in my head then i will mm-hmm. confront them about it uh, mm-hmm. maybe after the movie maybe after something else i don't know but the change no. is there <laughs> that's that's very nice actually the whole movie the point of the whole movie for me was that this whole dysfunctional family is trying to resolve their issues and mm-hmm. that photograph which they take at the end is is kind of a metaphor for the re- yeah. resolution of all these issues yeah, it's sad exactly. also it's nice also and this is a very good thing which you said that you have become very confrontational now and i think yeah. we all should be that otherwise it all bottles up inside you and doesn't doesn't lead you to anything positive <laughs> that's so, true but only with people i care about otherwise okay. i don't but uh, uh, maybe you don't then uh, think about it also if it's yeah, someone else yeah, yeah. so it doesn't yeah, bother you also so that's fine completely fine <laughs> should, yeah so yeah so with that should we should we move on to the next or do we have something to add no we can move on cool let's move on to the next next, next film <laughs> yes man which is a very funny film uh, jim carrey is there bradley cooper is there and it's about a person who has a negative outlook towards life and then one day he learns how to say yes to every opportunity that life presents him with and then how life changes uh, for the better or for the worse that you should watch people who are listening to us you should <laughs> watch the film and then find out tell me how did this film make a difference in your life uh i think i love the movie because it's a comedy firstly mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's with a message so i i just love those kind of kinds of uh, movies that uh manage to pull off a message uh with the obviously comedy yeah with entertainment yes okay. uh but yeah like i think um saying no is also important i mean uh in this time especially 
I actually I watched the movie uh, really long ago, like and mm. um, that is also I, important in the movie that you should say yes to just everything. Yeah, saying yeah, no exactly. is also important. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But then I I uh, read this uh, book uh, called Surrender Experiment, and uh, I think that uh, in that it's like this person gives into life, like he. uh takes every opportunity that uh universe gives him and flows with it so it reminded me of uh, yes man and i rewatched it but i felt like it's very important to say no right now i mean i think we need a movie to uh emphasize the importance of saying no and how to say no and how to even take a no okay right? because mm-hmm. i feel like uh if your values clash with the yeses then you should say no like if in a pandemic like this uh, i'm asked to go for a trip to manali or something then obviously i won't say yes because lives are more important and then <laughs> yeah uh, i would, then I would say girl, yes though i would say yes though i'm, I'm tired <laughs> tired right now enough of sitting at home your values anyway. are different it's fine i mean your priorities are different yeah. but yeah I I'm not blaming anyone okay Yeah yeah please go on yeah you can blame me also doesn't <laughs> Yeah tell me that But yeah yeah thing. like uh also like I think as a girl uh, I should learn how to say no uh especially if I'm not interested I'm uncomfortable or something and mm-hmm. uh, like you also should learn to say no if if uh because you are so busy and all now Uh, getting so many oh, calls no. for collaborations. Oh, I just, I just put out a, I put out an image of myself out there on social media. It's not real. Nothing is real. I'm crying out here. <laughs> yeah, tell me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think if I'm not interested, if I yeah. say no because I'm not interested, then I I think about it more. I mean, I weigh in the pros and cons more, and like the message for me was. was not that i should say yes to everything but i should stop myself from immediately saying no especially the immediate no's come come out when either you're lazy uh, mm-hmm. or you're overwhelmed by the task at hand so mm-hmm. if somebody asks to write ask you to write a book then you're like how do i do that like i'm mm-hmm. not equipped for that so mm-hmm. you say no right so that was mostly what i got from the movie and also um like if there's a new opportunity what this movie has made me do is uh step back and trace my steps back to see what initial yes led to this so for example like uh i'm sitting on this podcast with you because yeah. i replied to like a facebook post that yeah. you had posted and uh, then uh, we met because of improv then mm. i did improv because i wanted to improve my stand up then i did stand up because of uh, like a trip that i had taken with strangers which like something didn't go well in that trip and like plus compounded with the fact that i couldn't get a job for a long time and so but the initial yes uh, was that i said yes to a trip with strangers right and then yeah. now i'm more likely to look at that as an opportunity and look at like a facebook post asking a random question as an opportunity maybe i'll get a another podcast maybe yours only very very well said very well connected all the dots connected very oh, yeah. well 
and <laughs> I, I get your message like what do you mean to say is that uh, in like saying no immediately is kind of like blocking uh, yeah. just like we do in improv but yeah. taking some yeah. time analyzing the things and then saying no mm. makes sense then yeah, that exactly. comes out of some analysis yeah. and introspection and it does lead you to something sure. positive so i get yeah, your exactly. message because saying yes uh, just keeps the ball rolling and it takes you like on a i mean on a journey which saying no just stops right mm. mm-hmm. like like with improv like yeah. you said yeah uh, and i think i said i think i regret this the most uh, that i said no a lot when i was younger and especially uh, in school uh, like if someone if the school announced uh, an elocution competition or okay. uh, like an impromptu and it wasn't i didn't consider it as an opportunity because it they didn't ask me directly right but it's still an opportunity yes i just consider them as events that come and go or like mm. opportunities for other people who are good at it but okay. i guess i was really afraid to uh, make a fool of myself or something so i said mm. no okay same, same was the case with me i uh, i also didn't participate really? in a lot of things i, I never really? said yes yeah of course i why, I don't why, would, why would you believe that <laughs> but yeah so uh, i used to be like that i used to i used to say no to a lot of things and then gradually understood that nothing is going to happen like this <laughs> yeah make a difference so and then improv helped me because i would like to talk about the yes and rule of improv which i mentioned long back yeah. uh, for the people who are listening to us that there's a rule called yes and which means that uh, whatever the co-actor or the co-improviser has to offer you you say yes to that you accept it you believe in it whatever the other person states and then you offer something more yeah that is the and part so this is how a conversation or a scene or an act keeps flowing it it keeps progressing and that is very synonymous to life because in life someone comes and approach you approaches you you of obviously have to accept it and take it forward in order to continue a conversation if you block that person if you say no it stops immediately so that's the rule of improv and uh, you can you can search about improv comedy more on youtube you can watch a show called whose line is it anyway on youtube you can watch a show on oh, netflix sure. called uh, middle ditch and shorts on netflix so oh. this is for people who are listening to us they can just go and explore improv more for yes. me also yeah. <laughs> why why you have done a lot of improv go on <laughs> no but like but uh, it's a recommendation right i'll i'll Yeah yeah you also you also watch watch yeah. all these shows and, and watch my videos on improv come on yeah oh I'll yeah send you, i'll send you <laughs> go for shashi's shows also she does a lot yeah i'm not doing any shows right now yeah I, you see, you yeah. left the group right okay yeah. we'll talk about it later see i don't i don't understand how people are performing improv and stand up on zoom yeah like i can't feel that energy i can't do it like yeah, i can't even i can't do it <laughs> so i'm still it. waiting for the world to open habitat to open and then go and perform there so yeah <laughs> with that let's move on to the third movie i feel yeah. pretty it's uh, streaming on netflix right now it's about a girl played by amy schumer who has low self esteem issues and then uh, gradually she learns how to accept her the way she is she has a lot of insecurities initially about her physical appearance and gradually she learns how to feel pretty about the way she is so tell me uh if people you want to watch it you can go and watch it on netflix it's there right now streaming 
So, Kruti, tell me, how did this movie make a difference in your life? Um, so, uh, I think it was, it's a very cliche message, actually, because yeah. uh, it's like uh, confidence matters more than, you know, appearance or whatever. Yeah. That, right? But I think the journey through which she went, like mm-hmm. the exact points uh, at which she she chose uh, something that she thought a pretty people would a uh, pretty person uh, would choose and everything and how it really made an impact on her life uh, that was very inspiring to watch and like I think that's something I've seen on the screen for the first time and uh, I think it was very relatable not only in the pretty non-pretty aspect which also I had low esteem and I uh, I mean it did happen uh, I mean it did uh, I did relate to it in that way also but also in the lucky unlucky aspect like okay. um, I felt uh, I when I was younger I felt like I was very unlucky and I used okay. to co- constantly compare myself with uh, my sister who uh, used to actually plan everything to the T okay and okay. everything would go according to plan and mm-hmm. when I would plan something a lot of obstacles uh, I would face a lot of obstacles and like I would have to pull so many strings and go to uh, uh, like put all my resources together to make something happen and I I considered myself uh, very unlucky for that but uh, the, the the thing that I didn't consider was that I was lucky enough to make something happen uh, eventually right I mean, I, I was lucky enough to have strings to pull in the first place and I was lucky enough to have a base of resources uh, uh, available. Uh, and actually, there was an experiment also with uh, this lucky-unlucky thing, which uh, basically uh, they said that if you think you're unlucky, like lucky people think they're lucky, that's why they're lucky, and unlucky people think they're unlucky. That's why they are unlucky. So the experiment was that, uh, like, they would take uh, people into a library mm-hmm. and they would ask people uh, whether they thought that, that they were usually lucky or unlucky. So uh, people would check whatever they thought, and then they would uh, go look for a book that they need. Okay, and they would look it up on the system and they would find a code, and they wouldn't find uh, the the book where it's supposed to be. So then unlucky people would just give up ki, you know, I told you I was unlucky so I didn't find the book. But lucky people believe that they are, uh, they would find the book and they went a step further to um, to ask the librarian for the book. And then the second obstacle was that the librarian would say that this, I have it but this is the last copy and that, that person uh, sitting right there just issued it. So, unlucky people who cross the first obstacle uh, would think, would again give up and be like, you know, uh, I, I told you the last book is issued and uh, lucky people would take another step and go ask that person and make some kind of arrangement with that person uh, to um, see if, you know, when they are uh, coming to the library to return the book, they will be there. Or yeah. like make some arrangement ki uh, uh, I'll issue the book first and then you take it or something like that. And they would go home thinking that, you know, I was so lucky that uh, the 
last book was still there in the library and the person who had issued the last mm. book was also still there in the library mm. but the outcome of both of that was the same right unlucky people yeah. also didn't go home with the book and lucky people also didn't go home with the book but it's just about a mindset i think so mm. um i so said you look at the situation yeah yeah exactly and if you think uh, if you think you are confident then you will be confident sort of Very like true. you can pull off confidence then you will be confident and uh, also in the movie at least she dressed uh, she dressed well uh, in both cases like when she thought she was uh, ugly and when she thought she was pretty but uh, for me that wasn't case like i had low self esteem and uh, i thought matlab what will it matter if i wear good clothes Right, how will it? So I didn't dress well, also. So it was just a negative feedback loop that I was giving to myself. Ki, yeah. You know, I won't even look good with clothes, and I think somewhere I had tried uh, clothes that I felt would look on a certain look good on a certain body type that I idealized, okay. not mine. And then I I obviously didn't look uh, good in in those clothes because they weren't made for my body type, and uh, so I just. lost motivation to you know groom myself or look good uh, and now obviously i know that i have resources i just need to use them uh, but um it's the motivation part of it is still lacking uh, but like she also used resources in the end right she uh, wanted to become a receptionist uh, at a cosmetic uh, company Yeah. that uh, she was she was working in a, on a website on the website yeah. uh, and she she had a really back end job at that company mm. and uh, but then uh, when she realized that she knows so much about the company that she could actually get the job mm. then she goes ahead and takes it so it's all it's about that also like using your resources and yeah I think I spoke too much. No, 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 no. I was listening to you, and thank you so much for sharing so many things. Yeah, it it takes a lot of guts to talk about your personal life and so many things that you go through, and that story which you shared, that experiment about that library. It it yeah. I was thinking about it all the time because it 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 is really true. Uh, because suppose I I I lose out on an opportunity. Suppose. and another person loses out loses out on the same opportunity it yeah. really matters how you take that thing if i think yeah, that exactly. oh i'm bad enough so this will impact my next opportunity when i face exactly. the next opportunity and that person you won't even try better. hard yeah, yeah. this is all yeah. about how you look at the situation and how you take it but uh, the results might be the same every time so it's yeah. all in the mind yes yeah so Do you want to share anything more about all these three movies? If you remember anything, or should we um, go to the next topic? There is a next topic, okay? Yeah, there is one last topic, and then we. Okay. I, uh, sure. No, I just wanted to say that, like, comedy movies are uh, really well made, uh, uh, in Hollywood. Uh, okay. 
is it called hollywood i mean yeah yeah you can call it the american okay. film industry hollywood okay. <laughs> and hollywood is a legit name actually bollywood is not a legit name yeah. for yeah, me i would like to call it the hindi film industry set in bombay or mumbai <laughs> Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> wow. But if you call it Indian film industry, then there are many uh, industries inside India. There is yeah. there is Malayalam film industry, Tamil film industry, uh, Bengali film industry, Punjabi film industry. So yeah, Hindi film industry set in Mumbai is what people call as Bollywood. That is that is how I look at. It. Yeah, tell me. Do you always Bollywood. call it him like the Indian film industry set in Bollywood? Like I saw you set in Bombay. Do you always call it that? Uh, yeah, I try to. I try to as much as okay. possible. But if there are less characters left on Twitter, then I have to write Bollywood. <laughs> yeah. I can't help. <laughs> yeah, yeah, tell me. <laughs> tell me, you were saying something about how comedy movies are really well made in Hollywood. No, that's it. Like comedy movies are very well made. I think we have a lot to learn uh, because we're still making movies like Gol Mal Dhamal, Houseful. <laughs> I mean, I mean there, there are good movies like by especially by Ayushman Khurana. I mean the mm. uh, recent movies uh, with the social message mm. um, that like Bala, Shubh Mangal Sagar. Okay. I think those are brilliant movies, especially how elegant the the comic timing is and like mm. even the representation of that uh, of erectile okay. dysfunction through that biscuit falling into the chai. I think that was genius. But like as as long as these Golmal Dhamal mm. make <laughs> keep making sequels, I think we won't raise our standards because okay. uh, especially the movies that have uh, like have a lot of conflicts and mm. then they resolve all the conflicts in the end with chaos. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get. Like that. because yeah. that's just lazy writing because anything can happen in chaos, right? Anything absurd can happen in chaos. You, if there is a villain uh, stopping someone from getting married, then mm. in chaos you can make him step on a rack and he hits his head and he forgets everything and then now, <laughs> like you have to rely yeah. on proper character arcs and plot points to to resolve conflicts in a movie. I think that's. missing in uh those okay. movies i don't even i can't even tell them apart they're so bad <laughs> i okay. mean if you if you have to rely on laughing gas to resolve conflict i mean there's something to say right yeah yeah i agree i agree and do you do you see yourself pursuing uh, writing comedy because you are a stand up comic now do you want to get into writing comedy make sitcoms make funny movies are you going to do that in the future I think uh, I'm still an open micer right now. <laughs> I would okay. consider call myself a stand-up comic. But you have 25 uh, minutes of tight material, so you are a stand-up comic for me. I don't get paid for it, <laughs> but yeah. I'll get you a show. <laughs> <laughs> so no, uh, I think yeah, I think I would be interested in writing a lot of comedy, and I think my uh, I've always said that my life will be fulfilled if I write one sitcom. You know. Wow. Uh, yeah, that's how low I <laughs> I aspire. <laughs> But yeah, what? It's not low. It's quite I, high. Ooh. Yeah, it is high. It is yeah, high. Of course. But uh, people write so many, right? I no, no. In my I, life, I, if I want to write one, then hmm. it is low. But so after you finish that one, you will not be sitting. Nah, you'll you'll get more opportunities. Your mind will start am, working. You will think, "I now I should make this. Now I should make that." <laughs> 
So you'll keep working, right? I'm looking at it like I'll get to write it when I'm 80 or something. So yeah, that will be my last one probably. Okay, then that's a different case. <laughs> yeah. But that, no, you would do it much, much before. Don't worry about that. Hopefully. And, <laughs> but uh, tell me, how do you look at the film industry uh, in Mumbai? And uh, how do you see the changes which are happening right now? Or what changes have you observed over the years which have been good changes? And what more changes can happen according to you from your point of view? Right. I think people are recognizing that there is uh, a difference between entertainment and uh, uh, good uh, content. Uh, like good content. Yeah, I, huh. yeah. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I think that change is very important and uh, other things other things are like what now nepotism and all is coming in the picture. <laughs> the picture. <laughs> okay. And like I can just think about that. I feel like I feel like I don't like people who uh, categorize people into two extremes, right? It's okay. like either people you... People are polarized. Either, right yeah, I mean, people are polarized also, but there are people who, like me, who are against nepotism, but I also love Alia Bhatt. Like, I can't stop watching her movies completely. And I feel like if... Uh, I support uh, I support the nepotism anti nepotism movement by uh, preferring Rajkumar Rao uh, films over Alia Bhatt, but I won't ban Alia Bhatt movies completely okay. from my okay. life. It is mm-hmm. like I think people fail to understand that there are varying degrees uh, mm-hmm. to which people support or oppose oppose a movement, mm-hmm. and they just categorize people into black and white. Mm-hmm. I think very that's very irritating. No, that's very well said. But basically, you want to uh, root for talented people, no matter yeah. if they are outside, yeah. outsiders or insiders. Yeah. And and what I also believe in is the same. I I want talent to come up, no matter yeah. where they come up from. I think yeah. you should come up, Shashi. You oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. I'll, I'll, I'll take. This I I remember how you were very. Uh, <laughs> very comfortable with shouting in improv class oh, oh, i so. think everyone was like oh he can he has a vocal range you know thank you so much I, i'll take this clip out and put it out <laughs> all, all over on social media so that something can happen out of that <laughs> <laughs> go ahead do, do you have some more things you would want to share about the industry something some change that mm. should come some kind of movies which should be there which are missing some genre some topics which are not being explored anything that comes hmm. the back like thing. i said i am really waiting for a, a movie that explains how to say no oh and we had how pink. to how to take yeah oh right yeah we had pink. i don't know yeah and also i'm waiting for a for a movie which uh, which shows a person go through and achieve success or make it uh mm. when he's when they're not uh naturally talented oh you know, it's a very nice topic yeah even i want something like this because uh, just yeah. by hard work and like uh-huh. consistency maybe uh-huh. they make it somehow. yeah this is i think i really want this movie because every time you show a underdog story even gully boy you always show that character being naturally gifted or naturally yeah, exactly. talented 
and then exactly. he's not getting these opportunities because of the situations and all <laughs> but uh, i i would love to see a movie where this person is just driven towards something not gifted yeah. enough maybe just inclined a little and some yeah. and then that person works hard to develop that skill and then achieve it i would love to see yeah, that exactly. movie yeah <laughs> with that i will relate to it <laughs> yeah yeah i i would relate to it too because ultimately uh, no matter how much raw talent you have uh, i i believe in training i believe that every artist should go through training and polish their raw talent to make it into a professional skill yeah true <laughs> with that thank you thank you so much kruti for giving us giving thank me so you. much time for this podcast and sharing so many things thank I, you for calling me Remember? I think you got this uh, podcast voice down. What? I podcast voice this. Thank okay. you for God. Like thank you for all. I mean I want to do it. <laughs> it is become a pattern for me now. <laughs> I'll try to break it very soon. <laughs> But I really genuinely appreciated the things you shared with me like uh, the importance of becoming confrontational in life and resolving issues. The importance of uh, analyzing and saying yes or no and the point and the that confidence the thing about the confidence experiment which you talked about i think these were the most important things i learned today thank you so much for teaching me so many things and of course the people who are listening to us they have learned a lot of things thank you so even much even i learned not to call it bollywood but yeah <laughs> enjoy this <laughs> yeah so stay safe and hope we'll yeah. meet after this pandemic is over and get to do some stand up and improv on stage yes, yes. bye take so, care bye